Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Can't lose as much as take your certified badass when you play. I've been with one up gaming. I've been with one up gaming. I've been with one up gaming. Drop more hits once I'm famous. The best, that's what our aim is. All platforms, what your game is. To the leaderboards, I'm coming. See me in a shooter, I can promise I'll be gunning. When I hit the music, I swear I'm gonna run it. Can't take one up, you can try, but we done it. Let's go. Hello, one and all. One Up Gaming, episode 191. It's me, David. It's Joey, and we've got Chris in the garden. Hey, how you going? It up. Howdy. <laughs> I nearly missed it oh, last yeah. week. Yeah, Chris, because he's from Texas, every time he's introduced, he's going to say howdy. <laughs> I nearly Mars. missed it last week, and I was sad. Because I, <laughs> I said hi, and then I went, hi, howdy. And... And then Chris got, or not Chris, uh, David got on my case about it. Joey, like, have you, do you hear many people go, saying, sorry, dude? Here? Not really. Yeah. Because that's an American, like, saying of saying hi. It, but then, like, everyone in New Zealand says it, and no one it, from America seems to say it. No, we used to say it, like, 2014, but it died off pretty quickly. Yeah? Yeah. It was, like, a vine sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, from Guinea. Yeah, and after pretty much a week, people said it non-stop, and it got really annoying, and everybody just stopped after that, and nobody says it anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> everybody We're has no behind, We're too behind. <laughs> so, what the hell did you say, Chris? Saw, dude. <laughs> Is that sandwich? S-U-H, saw, and then D-U, D. Assad. Oh. What the? Are they being taken over by the Danish? It's just like a shorter way of saying sup, dude. It's easy to say that. At least I understand that. Assad. Anyway, Zencaster is a great service to use. We use it, apart from last week, because unfortunately I didn't get Joey's upload. So I had to use our <laughs> backup recording. Um, but yeah, Zencast, if you want to use it, you can get 20% off by using our discount code, which is WADUP20. And that's that. Smooth plug. Yeah, I know. I know. Following up with, we didn't get the recording with, oh no, you should use it anyways. It, it works most of the time. Which is what we're it, saying. It works well honest, enough. Yeah. 
It works well. It, it's the first time since we've been using it that I hadn't got someone's recording. Yeah. Yeah, Zincaster usually works pretty well. It usually works pretty well. Yeah. Everything, ten, everything might go wrong at some point, but yeah, technology's a bitch. The times I've used it, it's worked smooth, which I don't know. I've used it a couple times before this, before the podcast, but yeah, it tends to work pretty smooth. So moving swiftly on. We are doing a charity dinner in aid of Diabetes UK at the Hilton Glasgow Grosner. Grosner? Gros. I should really ask them what the hell the streets are. Yeah, you should really get the name right before you start pitching it. (laughs) I know. I wonder if I can Google it and press the button to see what it it is. It never translated properly. Like, like you never get a, a proper pronunciation of it. It's gonna be completely messed up. Yeah, you're, you're right. Like, how do I say hello? And I'll be like, "Ulo." <laughs> it's gonna be in German. So, how do you actually? Oh, I can't be bothered. I was gonna actually look <laughs> for how to. I don't know the hell to use my phone. So anyway, at some hotel, we're having an event. Yeah, it's in Glasgow. Email us for details. <laughs> Email them for the. The actual name of the place, so you don't get lost. But well, I mean, it's <laughs> spelled G R O S V E N O R, and I can't remember if you don't say the V or you don't say the S. Like I think it's you don't say the V. Grosner. Yeah, Gros. I think it's Grosner. That sounds right. <laughs> it's it's been like three weeks, and you still haven't gotten it. You got it wrong. I've been dealing with them for nearly a year to set this up. And I still don't know the bloody name of the place. Grosner sounds familiar, to be honest. Like, that sounds like a familiar place. But it's a street in Glasgow, so they've just called it the the Hilton Grosner. <laughs> but Grosner sounds right. Yeah, that'll do, Grosner. Right, there we go. <laughs> Done. Yeah. So hopefully we've had confirmation from Nintendo. We should have a Nintendo Switch for the event. Ooh. So that'd be quite cool. Sick. I cry I can't be there. At the charity dinner? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Which, um, the Nintendo Switch looks really cool. The Switch does look cool. I'm actually really... I might just keep it. <laughs> It's like, what happened to the Switch? I don't know. Someone, someone must with it. Someone must have took it. It's like, in your back pocket. It's someone like this giant thing. This Wii U. <laughs> someone switched it for the original Wii. Did you guys People watch just... the Nintendo Switch event? No, yes. I wanted to watch it. I found it and... so disappointing. <laughs> Did anyone go to the uh, local events held the day or two after and play the thing? No. Mm-mm. Okay. I think there was one downtown here, but I didn't. I didn't get to go to it because I didn't know any of the details about it. Yeah. But personally, I think it looks cool. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's fun. Yeah. Which did you play it? Maybe. 
David's always really like cagey over what he's doing and stuff. <laughs> you ask me anything like, you know, you played this game, I bro? S- yeah, I sign that many NDAs, I can never remember what the hell I can say and what I can't say. So it's best maybe, just to not say anything. Maybe what do you know? You don't know anything. Mm. <laughs> Get off my case, man. What's your name, David? Oh, I don't know if I can disclose that. No. Yeah, no. That's, that's classified information. Because it's like... Joey, don't say anything, because technically I had to sign an NDA to play a game that wasn't released yet, and I sent Joey the link so he could oh. play the game. But don't say nothing, because there was a lot of things that happened about that. Yeah. Like, you went through... I I was told you went through a long process for it. Yes. Which, we're being really vague about this. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm just so like completely out of the loop. It's all right. It's all right. So, Chris, what have you been playing this week? What have I been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of DLC. Uh, play. I've never heard of that game. What is it? Yeah, no, crazy. Um, no, I've been playing um, uh, all the Destiny DLC. Uh, and I played uh most of the Arkham Knight season pass. Uh, there's just not much think, out at the I moment. Think, so like, I'm just jumping in. I think get into the Arkham Knight game. I, I really enjoyed it. It was one of my favorite games of um, uh, 2015. So I'd heard a lot of shit talked about the season pass, so I decided to jump into it. But nice um, well. yeah, it's kind of cool. Like uh, you know, it, it just kind of adds in like very minor story content. Like after the original game is set, gives you a whole ton of skins and stuff. So I've just been like driving around Gotham in like the 2008 uh, Dark Knight uh, Batmobile. Which is pretty sick. Um, no, it's pretty decent. It's like it's not going to add much to the game, but it's like something to keep you busy. And then um, Destiny, like I played like the uh, the Dark Below, uh, House of Wolves, Taken King DLC, all of which was like it was actually better than the main game. Like I felt like there was more going on than the actual main game. I've, I've been playing a lot of Destiny lately. I've been getting into the Taken Wolf part. Uh, what, what's that what it's called? The Taken... It's the Taken uh, King? It's it the been, Taken yeah, King, King, which is the main big expansion. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of those missions. Which, like, I don't really do any specific missions and specific DLCs because I just got the collection, which has all of them, and it doesn't really show you. I just go in the order of whatever tends to pop up. Like here, hmm. go kill these things. I'm like, cool. That's and interesting because like- it's it's like um, it's like the seemingly in the Taken King DLC, there's like more cutscenes, there's more of a story, and like the missions are a little bit more diverse. So it's like, I, I agree with a lot of people who talked about it when it came out and said like this is kind of more worthy of praise than the actual original game was. Oh, and it took him a year. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I've I've just been playing. I got all the DLC after everything had came out, so it was just I'm just playing whatever is on there. And mm. I've replayed I've replayed a ton of the missions a couple times because I wanted to get a feel for the uh, the different classes. Which I've I've been really into the Titan. I I started off with the the Gunslinger, I think it was called, and I I accidentally, huh? In Destiny. Yeah. 
Isn't it? The classes are um, Warlock, Titan, and Hunter. Was it Hunter? Oh, Gunslinger is the the first part of the the first like perk you get with oh, the okay. the Gunslinger. That was a really good connect game. <laughs> Way to I've just never... derail that train, David. <laughs> I never played any really connect games. Like I've got a connect for the 360, but I never really used it. My little sister used it a lot. She played Connect Pets or something like that. And she Connectimals. I don't remember what it's called. I didn't play it. I I didn't like the Connect at all. I never touch any of that stuff. I want to play with a controller and then leave me alone. Don't don't give me these new ways to play. I mean like the Wii did motion well. Yeah, but on the Wii, like the only the only thing I really enjoyed on the Wii was Wii Sport, which I feel like was the same for a lot of people. Like a lot of people were like, Wii Sport's fucking cool. We we play was really, Wii Play was really cool too. It was like a lot of it was a, a lot of mini game sort of things, and it had pool. Pool was great, and I lost my copy of Wii Play. We bought two, and one broke like literally in half, and the other just disappeared. So I was sad. And I've got quite a bit of games for it that we still never play, but we used to play quite a bit. Sick. I think the Kinect technology will slowly seep into mainstream again. No, I really think it's gone. Yeah, nope. I think VR st- all the all the VR stuff nicks their sort of technology to do the. Oh, I, yeah, I think there'll be motion controls and stuff for VR, but I don't think, like, without VR, there'll ever be motion controls again. Well, that's what I mean. That's what... Other than on the, the Switch. St- you know, the, the docking station, whatever how you call them, the towers that they use, they all use, like, infrared sensors and stuff to sense where you are in the room and what you're doing. So I think that technology will continue. It's just unfortunate yeah. that... It won't continue as what Microsoft dreamed of. Yeah. Because say what you want to say. We, not we, the Connect Bowling, that was really good. I didn't even know they made Connect Bowling. Yeah, it was on Connect Sports. I didn't play Connect Sports either. I played that Connect Adventure game that came free with it. It was horrible. There, there, there was like this dodgeball sort of thing and like the sensor wouldn't pick you up well enough to like kick the ball fluidly so all of a sudden your leg would just go in the game and kick it really hard no matter how hard you wanted to kick it and yeah, that was that was one of the game. main problems <laughs> that was one of the main problems I had with the Kinect was that it was really spotty for me like we, we had plenty of room and stuff it was just it didn't connect right and didn't I don't know. Connect. Or it didn't right. sense right. I you can didn't see I never connect connected right. to it. But I'm just I didn't connect to it. But connect. I feel VR is gonna VR just killed the <laughs> VR killed connect. And like that sort of motion sense thing. Because now with VR you can be immersed into the game. And instead of like just looking at a TV like you normally would, except you're moving. I think I think like Connect Before was like a half step. Like you've got to you've got to kind of have these 
I think there's going to end up being these two completely different ways to play where you'll, you'll end up having like a controller and a screen and then you'll end up having VR with motion controls like and there'll be two yeah. completely different ways to play by the end of it it was so, like, I don't know about you guys because the whole VR thing at the beginning of last year all, and I mean all, the major gaming sites and publications, everyone was going on about VR is going to be the biggest thing of the year. And then, you know, like... No, well, I, think, I think it's like what Sony said. Like, and it hasn't really been big. No, but I mean, if you look at what Sony said initially, they said this is the PS1, basically all over again, like... VR, PlayStation VR, like, that's the PS1. They've got to break into the market again. They've got to get the games for it, and slowly, like, eventually you'll get to the PS4 level of PSVR, where you get these amazing experiences, you're getting games every week. Do you honestly think that if Sony don't see the money back, they will continue to pump research and development in to make version 2 of the VR headset? I no, no. I mean, they I've, they seem pretty committed, but I mean, like, if you look at it, they've already they've already closed they said, down the studio that um, created rigs. They said I feel that, that about PlayStation V2, and that came out that they were fully behind, and then as soon as that didn't sell, it died. I feel that if they made the Vive cheaper, then sales would like skyrocket. Like everybody's because everybody is, with the Vive and the. Um, the Oculus, you need a pretty beefy PC to be able to play them. Yeah. But like... So it's like 600 quid for the headset and then it's like another 600 quid for the actual PC. Which is why I'm saying like if you can... Like you have to know you're going into it with needing a good computer but like still, if they make it cheaper I still feel... The people with the good PCs that can't afford it right now because they spent all their money on said PC, they'd be able to play it a lot more, and a lot of the sales would rocket, skyrocket. So, I mean, used to have have you actually had like proper dedicated gaming sessions with like VR headsets? Yeah. Yeah. And what did you guys think of them? I loved it, apart from being scared by walls. See, I mean, I I thought, for me personally, like, it just, it felt like a cool gimmick. It was, you know, it was fun to play for 10, 15 minutes, but, you know, I'm the type of gamer, like, I like my big narrative experiences and kind of jumping into a little VR thing where you kind of, you know, you fool around with a few different things. It just, like, it wasn't for me. I mean, for me, the worst thing about it is, especially with the PlayStation VR, the actual resolution of the screen is worse than what you get in a mobile phone. So technically, Google Cardboard with the VR experience, you get a better screen resolution than you do with the PlayStation VR headset. So everything I was pixelated to hell and blurred at the edges. The Vive has pretty good graphics, though. Like, I always hear positive things about the Vive when people play it. Like, I don't think I've ever heard anything really bad about it, apart from that you need a strong computer to run it. I think the Vibe's the best one I've played. The Oculus was the worst that I used. 
and the PlayStation VR was okay, but it looked like you were using binoculars because you had like little black borders around everything. But I don't know. I just think that technically the technology is there. It's just not perfected. Yeah, it's just it's still in development, pretty pretty much. Like eventually, we're gonna get these good things. Like everybody's gonna be able to have it. But like before, even with some other consoles, it's been like it's way too expensive. But it's still in sort of development until I don't know. I f- I feel it. You have to give it time for it to work great. And do the thing. I mean, you you, you surely have like a train of people who come on though. Like, I mean, if you think about it, not everyone buys a PS4 at launch. Some people buy a PS4 at launch. Some people buy a PS4 halfway through its life cycle. Some people buy a PS4 when the PS5 comes out because the PS4 is now in their price range. So, I mean, you still got to get a bit time. The problem is though, for me, the biggest problem with it is, is I was going to buy one. But I used my brother's, like, I played like that in about 20 games. And I was like, yep, that's me done. I still thought, oh, I'll I'll buy one because it was a novel, fun experience. And then it's like, it costs like £100 more than what the Nintendo Switch is going to cost. I feel Mm. people thought the same thing about... I'd rather buy the full console rather than just a, a little headset. And then you need to buy the... The motion controllers, yeah, two of them. You need to buy them separately. Yeah, and then the camera. Or you don't get those included in the headset? No. If you buy the... Well, you can get the complete collection, complete sort of box which has the headset, the camera, and the two controllers. Or you can buy it just with the headset on its own and you've got to buy everything separate. That seems a bit dumb. But, like, if they fix that problem, I still feel... It'd be a lot cheaper. But and the problem people... is, because the sort of like the move controllers are like a eight-year-old sort of technology. Yeah, they're not quite as precise as what you'd want. So Sony are making technology from like ten years ago fit with something new, and it's all I... a bit wishy-washy. I heard that the Vive's controllers are, like, really accurate. Like, people would throw things up and then catch them, no problem, like it was normal. Like, they'd yeah, be able to... Yeah, the Vive tra- controllers and the Oculus controllers, they're brand new. Whereas, if you had a Move controller from, like, 2013 or 2012, whenever they came out, they'd still work fine with the headset. Yeah. Because the exact same controller. Yeah. And going back onto the topic of, uh, like, you played a couple games and then that you said that there wasn't much more that you wanted to play. People thought the same thing about, like, the newer consoles. Like, the Xbox One, whenever I first got mine, I got it pretty new. And there was no real games out yet. So I had a total, like, two games that I owned. And now I have quite a bit. But it's just, like, over time you get more and more games that people make. So... It's sort of like a time investment and a money investment. I, I, I totally understand that. The only thing I would say is that some of these headsets have been out nearly a year and how many good games are there? 
it's the same with the the Xbox. Like the good games like Overwatch and stuff didn't come out till like a couple years ago, but the console itself has been out quite a long time. Yeah, but there's more than two games available for the console in a year. True. I guess it's you know, just every, every month you'll you'll get about ten games. Some are really bad, some are quite good. But with the VR headsets, I mean, I think this is the Resident Evil 7 is the first game in a while that where it's actually come out, and it's not made exclusively for VR. It's just a, an added bit for the game. Project Cars did that. Like, they have a VR mode, which I thought looked amazing. Like, seriously. If you get... If you get into that, then... Oh, my God. I don't Make know. I've played Drive, Drive Club VR. That's the only game that's made me feel ill. <laughs> well, like... I don't know. I feel that they've polished uh, Project Cars pretty well. And that... Well, I say that, but then I also hear a lot of stuff about, like, glitches and stuff in the game. But, like... Motion-wise, I feel they've smoothed it out. Which, I'd love to play a car game in VR, because you don't have to travel hundreds of miles, like, thousands of miles, to go to these tracks. Like, if I wanted to go to the Nürburgring in real life, it's a pretty big distance here to Germany. But, like, if you do it in VR, you it's like you're there. I mean, it's, there's some aspects to it that aren't realistic, but... Still, it's more than just a controller sitting in front of a TV looking at this map, which I still don't mind that. But still, you know what I mean. Yeah, and to get the feeling right, you'd have to buy like a two thousand pound sort of like setup rig with like motion in the seat and that. So like the seat moves and as you're going up the hills and down the hills and vibrate and yeah, otherwise. You just sat there watching a screen, moving your head with no sense of speed or f- physics, you know, keeping you going. But I still, I still feel like it'd be a mental thing. Like you still feel like you're moving and stuff. If you like, you just sat down in a the chair. The problem is, if your mind thinks you're moving but you're not actually moving, that's when you get travel sick, and that's when you feel sick. Because your mind's doing one thing, but your body's doing the other, and you get mixed signals. That's yeah. when you get ill. <laughs> I've so never gotten... I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that... It's going to be, have to be sorted. So has anyone else been playing anything this week? Mm, I've been trying <laughs> been trying to play more Formula 1. Which, <laughs> I, took a, I took a little break from it. And came back to it, and I... Still, I don't know. I took too long of a break, and now I don't know how to drive in that game. Because I drove, I always drive without assists. So like, you go into a corner, come out of the corner, accidentally full throttle and spin around. But that's the game I've been playing. Sick. So, Chris, anything else you've been playing? Now is that about it? Uh, finished off Final Fantasy fifteen. So, was that? any good or is it meh I thought it was overall a very average game mm. um there was a lot of you know kind of as I went through the game there was, there was a lot of stuff that I kind of like slowly started getting more and more kind of like disappointed with um 
I really hated the fact that they've copied a lot of stuff from the Monster Hunter sort of games. What with the uh, the kind of you're going and hunting creatures and stuff. I th- yeah. I thought that was one of the best parts of the game. Uh, kind I of... hate Monster Hunter. Oh no, I loved the the kind of going out into the environment and suddenly in the distance you just see this giant hulking creature that you know they're all really well designed and kind of their appearance and stuff and just going and seeing something like that going over to it you know realizing you're under leveled trying to take it out that was really cool um it was more i found a big problem with the game is is the the level of interactivity because you know say say you play a telltale game you know that all you're going to be basically doing is making like very minor choices you're not actually really controlling the character. There's not a kind of deep mechanical system to how you play the game. But you kind of go into an adventure game knowing that. Whereas with Final Fantasy XV, it's a big action RPG, and I, so many of the systems are automated. Like, the combat system itself, there are a few kind of uh, side things you can do, but the main combat system is just hold down circle to attack and hold down square to defend. And you just hold down circle and your character is just zipping around, jumping, doing all these really cool, really cool attacks. And the, the animations are fantastic. But you're kind of just holding down circle and not really thinking about it, not really seeing what's happening. Like, it, it all gets really, really muddled when there's a lot of enemies on screen. And then as well, the, the biggest bloody automated problem is, is the fact that um, you can't really drive the car in the game like they pitched in all the trailers before it came out this this really cool car the regalia that you could um drive throughout the world and it's this big road trip style kind of game and you actually jump into it and the controls are so limited and the game actually encourages you to allow one of the um uh the characters that's in your party to drive the car for you (laughs) <laughs> and so you basically spend all this time just watching the car drive from location to location. You can't go off road. You can't really like choose, you know, your own destination. Like you just click on the map. This is where I want to go. And then the dude in your party drives it for you and you just watch. And you actually have to pay in game money to skip, um, you know, watching that automated driving. So oh that really pissed me off. It sounds so bad. It, I was just like, why do I have to watch this? And, you know, I was watching uh, developer kind of interviews and they were saying, oh, the world itself is so beautiful. You know, we want you to just be in awe of the world. And I was like, yeah, but I this isn't a technical demo. It's a game. I should be able to control the car. Um, and then other than that, the, the story kind of falls off a cliff about two thirds of the way through. Um do we want to go do we want to go into spoilers do either of you care about uh I don't the I'm, I'm never going to play it so it doesn't matter anyways okay well um for anyone listening if you don't want to hear kind of two thirds of the way through the game spoilers coming up um no basically you're on this road trip the whole time and your kingdom has been taken over by some other kingdom that's been a coup and you're kind of you're kind of chilling you're just doing your own thing trying to find your wife or your fiance sorry and then you go and find a fian- your fian- fiancé, and then um, just a whole ton of shit happens that just, you're just like, what? Where did that come from? Like, 
fiance dies and then you're like okay we're gonna go to another country now um we're in this other country oh the sun isn't rising anymore there's demons everywhere there's a magic god guy who used to be our friend but he's not our friend oh man he's like a god why is he being so mean to us uh oops sorry uh one member of your party is actually a demon robot uh he just uh, felt too ashamed to tell you uh but he doesn't look like any of the other demon robots but he's a demon robot he just didn't bring it up before oh no this entire city of millions of people has been turned into demons where are they all gone <laughs> oh don't know they're just demons now all right all right oh there's a crystal oh i touched the crystal oh shit it's been 10 years why has it been 10 years don't know all right let's go kill everyone now at the end <laughs> like shit shit like it's one of those games where it's not like you're like where there's wacky stuff happening but you're like okay i see the logic and the law and why it's happening in this world shit was just happening i was just like why is this happening i don't understand why is this happening and my brother comes in and he watches me play the last 10 minutes of the game and he says i don't know what's going on and i turn to him and i say <laughs> i've been playing this for 30 hours and i don't know what's going on <laughs> so, it gets know, a bit all over the place so what you're saying is five star best game ever <laughs> uh, it, it was just it was very much for me the pinnacle of an average game like it's good it, it's a good waste of time to jump into into if you want to do something and have a bit of fun but um it, it's definitely not up there and you know I, I was worried that i hadn't played it before kind of game of the year discussions were rolling round around now I'm, I'm you know i know it would not have been a part of it at all yeah i don't think we discussed it during the game of the year stuff did we joey no, because none of us had played it. Mm. Like, uh, um, Wolfgang hadn't played it, and I hadn't played it, and I don't... Have you played it? I've played a bit of it, but I got, really got turned off with it, so... It it got on the list of good games by someone, someone put it on there. I think it was... Was it you, Chris, that put it on there? On the list? No, of, I probably like, wasn't. I don't know. I, I forgot who it, put it, it was. On probably there, Matt. But we'll just blame Matt for everything. Yeah, Matt, way to go putting games that nobody likes in the thing. <laughs> when, was but, Matt on for any of the Game of the Year discussion? Not. It was on this. For one of them, but not with. It was me, Joey, and Wolfgang who did the worst game in the overall top ten. Yeah, because we did um we did a couple of episodes before that. Yeah, and then. Me and you did a couple, and then Matt did one, and then we did the other one to round it all off. Yeah. Which, it was tough choosing, to be honest. I still say what it was tough. Being, what ended up being the game of the year? Uh, Overwatch. Fuck off. <laughs> it, was, it was game of the year because it it's a good game, and everybody else is pretty much just the amount of hype it got and how much it lived up to that hype and how it just sort of changed everything like mm, uncharted it, 4 man uncharted 4 that was like third on the list i think well at least I'm they got that go high the, fucking hate it. i'm just going to go f- through the list now so you can see how bad of a job we did <laughs> right then are you ready chris mm-hmm well some of these games you're gonna hate I probably will. There's probably going to be some great ones you guys missed out. You can you can tell which one I really pushed for. 
<laughs> we'll start at number 10. Pokemon Sun and Moon. Okay. Number 9, Battlefield 1. I should have been higher. See, I number said eight, that. Formula 1 2016. Hey. Okay. I pushed number that Number 7, one. Super Hot. Yeah, it's good. Number 6, Firewatch. Yeah, good. Number 5, Inside. Yep. Number 4, Dark Souls 3. Uh. Number 3, Uncharted 4. Number 2, Quantum Break. Fuck off, David. (laughs) (laughs) You're joking. You're joking that Quantum Break got number 2. That was such a bad game. (laughs) See, I was saying... I was saying that I had never heard anything good about it. And that I hadn't heard anybody talk about it in general. And he's like... He's like, nah, it's a great game. It's a great game. It deserves it deserves hey, first place. Not, every- not just Dude. me. Not me and Wolf me. Game. Wolfgang Wolf also game. said it was a great game. He didn't say it deserved second spot. Mate, I played that game. It had a terrible story. It was glitchy. Its graphics were muddy. Oh, it was a mess. Wolf Wolfgang and I tried to talk it down, and he's like, nah, it deserves number one, and then it ended up number two somehow. Oh, I should have been there. I would have, I would have shouted you down, David. I I forgot that uh, Super Hot made it higher than it did, or higher than I thought it would. I mean, I was like you haven't got Far Cry Primal, you haven't got XCOM Two, you haven't got um, Oxen Free. When you name some good games, oh, we should have put Stardew Valley. I would have ah! put Stardew Valley before Quantum Break. Oh, I would have too. I want to buy well, Stardew Valley. I gave everyone an option to write games on the list. I forgot about what? Stardew Valley. Yeah, but you obviously ignored them and just threw Quantum Break on at the end. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Quantum Break was f- thrown on quite at the beginning. <laughs> and it just stuck. <laughs> it stuck because David wouldn't let it move anywhere. No, there was a few games on there which I wanted on which I took off. Like, I wanted Forza Motorsport 3 on. That's way yeah. better than Quantum Break. Yeah, but no one else wanted it on. Yeah. <sighs> I can't believe you like Formula <laughs> 1, but you don't like Forza Motorsport 3. It's the open world aspect to it all. I don't really like that open worldness. Open worldness. That open world sort of style. I like the track racing better than anything else. Because right. normally it just feels really messy. In my opinion. I don't know. Anyway, back to games we've been playing. I've had a, a couple of games this week. The first one is I've added it to the list of 2017's Game of the Year sort of games. <laughs> and it's called Line Light. Oh my god, I've seen that. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Amazing, right? It's a puzzle game broken down to its simplest form and you have to try and go around a single line to actually unlock sort of things and dodge baddies and that and it's really good. Sounds riveting. It is. I've been playing that, that, what was it, it was Toby the Secret Mine? Yes. 
That that game was pretty fun. I'm still playing it. I'm I want to finish it, to be honest. Yeah, because it it's honestly a great game. And there's not much to it. It's just like the puzzle aspect. Hmm. Yeah, but as I said, from the screenshots, it looked like a, a little bit more colorful limbo sort of game. Yeah, which this isn't. I'm trying. This isn't bias or anything. Like we're not. I'm not getting paid or anything for them. Like sure, they gave me the game, but it ended the bias. Or there's no bias at all <laughs> with the free game. It's just it was a good game. Is what I'm saying. Like it. I'm calling it as it is. Like, it's not the best game. It's not the best puzzle game that I've played, but it's still a pretty good puzzle game. And I don't know how many levels there are. I'm on, like, level 7. I'm not very far in. But that game seems pretty good. Which was Limbo good? Limbo was amazing. I find Limbo technically not as well made as their new game. But... Because it came out of nowhere, it had such more impact. Yeah. And I heard Inside was really good. No, Inside was great. Yeah, but I don't think it had the impact of what Limbo sort of had. Because it's basically Limbo was really nicely polished and cleaned up. Yeah. But, But, yeah. But yeah, so I would recommend Line Light which is available on PS4 and Steam and I believe it's only about a five quid something like that it's really cheap hashtag yeah, that's... Ad, hashtag sponsored hashtag money <laughs> I, I don't even know who I sent the code to review the game for but anyway hopefully that'll come back soon and it better be good otherwise it's not going up on the site <laughs> And then the next game that I've been playing is... I'm going to get this wrong. Akihabara. Feel the Rhythm. Oh, I've heard of that that game. Kind of. I don't remember. And it's a mixture of, like... I'd say Tetris, but... It's more like like a Columns. Where it's got shapes. That you have to try and match three in a row. And you can change the shape with the time of the music, so the beat of the music. And technically, it feels quite good to play, but my brain can't cope with looking at the lines, looking at the what you can change the shape to, and then looking at where the shapes are. My brain can't cope with that type of everything moving in that. A good and game that I, I like. I've died. A good game. It kind of reminds me of that. It's not super. Like, just the. Rushing aspect to it is. Cook Serve Delicious. I don't know if either one of you have played it. But. it. Someone sent it to me. It's like a, a gift. And oh my god. I played it for a couple hours straight. Because I just wanted to get past the levels in the game. Which is just, you run a restaurant, essentially, and you, there's different items on the menu, and you use different keys, and each, each item has a different, like, you have to cook some of it, you have to, you have to, like, press air keys and stuff, and it just gets really frantic. 
and there's a whole bunch of aspects you have to manage about it, but all together, it's, like, perfect, and it's not one of those, like, big games that everybody talks about, but it's, like, one of those games where you can play it just a past time, and you'd need past time pretty well, but I'd, I'd highly recommend that game, which, it's, I don't know how much it is on Steam, but I think it's only on Steam. Anyway, I would just like to mention one last game that you guys won't care about because one is American who doesn't understand what football is and the other one is a New Zealander and it's basically rugby that I believe you sort of we like have, basically follow. We have soccer here. I, I watch a ton of soccer. But I've got Football Manager 2017 on my mobile phone and every break I'm sat playing on that and I'm about five, six years into the future and it's really quite fun. I mean, <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. There was a Facebook game that I played that was a football manager sort of thing. And I I really enjoyed that. It was always fun to see your team lose. I mean, it wasn't fun to see your team lose, but it was fun to see your team playing. And, like, they actually put up a fight, which my team sucked, to be honest. Like, I didn't have very good players, so we always lost and stuff. And it, they they put up a fight, and then they lose like last second. But I I love those sort of games, the management games. Yeah, where you put money into like facilities and all that. So I think we will move slowly into news. So Chris, do you have anything that's worth mentioning? And now it's this week's news with One Up Gaming. Yeah, we've got a few things uh, that have happened in the last kind of week or so. Uh, Prey got a release date, uh, which I believe is hey. May 5th. Uh, um, and that, along with Injustice 2, are kind of the latest kind of um, scheduled releases so far for 2017. Said, Do you know what I'm looking forward to the most for the first half of this year? Prey. You're both <laughs> in a groan. Tekken 7. I I love Tekken. Tekken was great. I've only played Dark Resurrection on PSP. There were, I played oh, the that one that on... That wasn't too bad. That was quite good, that one. Tekken is great, though. I always play as that bear. I, I love how you're like, what no, is no. the news, Dave? And I'm like, Prey has Sorry. a release date. And you're yeah, like, keep, you know keep what's going, going. Tekken? Yeah, but that's got is a release date as well. Was that the end of the news? Because I'm going to... I'm gonna geek out about prey if it is. Cause, I oh mean, that's, that's the end of that news. Go geek out about prey. Oh, prey looks amazing. I th- I think I said it last last podcast and the podcast before. Either either one of those, but oh my god, I am so looking forward to prey. I've never been more hyped for a game to be honest. Like it, it could be, like No Man's Sky to me. And just Are completely you let me down. I Dishonored was fun, but like it just all the aspects of the game is what makes it like it sells it for me. Like shape shifting into stuff to get around obstacles, mm. and you can develop different techniques of your enemies. But like this very you... much this very much looks like a mix between Dishonored and Bioshock. Yeah, which 
it seems like that'd be a really good combination. But just the, everything I've heard about it, like, oh my god. I am so hyped for it. Like, it's unbelievable. Which I hope it doesn't let me down. Because I'd... This is like the most hyped I've been for a game. Which I shouldn't be this hyped, but it's too late now. Yeah, I mean, Arcane's done a pretty good job. Like, Dishonored 2 was a pretty good game. Dishonored 1 was great. So they're, uh, they're definitely a studio with, like, you know, decent chops. Yeah. But isn't it the... It's like a new Arcane that they've just called Arcane. It's, it's the studio... Else. So the studio head is the one who was the studio head of Dishonored 1. Dishonored 1 was really good. I didn't... I didn't see anything bad with that. And I don't know about Dishonored 2... Was Dishonored 2 a good game? It was good, but I thought the first one was better. Yeah, the first one was really good. And from what I saw, it looks like they were just trying to remake the first one with a little bit shinier stuff. Yeah, yeah, they very much felt like that. To me, they lost the art sort of style and design that they had with the original. But, I don't know. So, anything yeah, else... Um, during a uh, third quarter earnings call, uh, EA's kind of put out a bit of news out there. Uh, so first off, uh, Skate 4 is not happening anytime soon. Oh, no. <laughs> no, shit. <laughs> uh, which is a bummer to a lot of people, because a lot of people love Skate 3. Skate 3 was amazing. <clears throat> and uh, on top of that, uh, they've kind of put out some news that a lot of people are already pretty aware about. Uh, that Battlefront 2 is coming out... Um, holiday this year and that it's not necessarily going to be called Star Wars Battlefront 2 it does have a story campaign and it's going to be set across multiple Star Wars eras that that seems a a lot better than Battlefront the last one yeah I mean if they if they bring in the droid army stuff as well like that'd be pretty cool if they bring back the giant battles that'd be pretty cool like now yeah. they have pretty decent sized battles but like back when it was like early PC it was like huge space battles and a ton of people like I think you could get up to 128 people in one game yeah which that's a lot of people to play play Battlefront with which now it's like just the campaign aspect of it makes it seem so much better cuz mm. there's not much there's not much to Battlefront Battlefront now because it's like pretty much you've played multiplayer a couple times you play all the maps and then that's it there's not much to do past that because it's not worth spending a ton of time in like battlefield no, has like it didn't, you know give you the kind of reason to hold on to it yeah and it i feel it died out pretty early but so i thought about you guys but the original that came out last year well no was it the year before i can't even remember now 2015 like, when when it came out I had the... Oh, God, what the hell was it? EA Access? That you paid, like, five quid a month. And it gave you, like, ten-hour trials of their new games in a week early. I think yeah. I played it for about six hours, and it's like, I would not pay money for this game. Six hours. Uh, <laughs> I've had my fill of that game. You know, I, I bought it and ended up returning it. I mm. still have it. I just haven't touched it. And forever, like I, I lost the whole case for a while, because I just didn't bother looking for it, and I didn't know what I did with it. 
And then I, I was like, I really want to play some Star Wars. I played it for 30 minutes, and I was like, oh, never mind. And I but, didn't like the way that the guns felt. It was... I don't know. I really liked the blasters. I liked some of the blasters. Some of it them felt very like, simple. Yeah. It looked amazing, yeah. but... It just didn't have the feel that I was... Oh, I think that's it. It really had the the visual flair. Like, it nailed the look of kind of a massive Star Wars battle. It just had no depth. Yeah, Yeah, it was... It had the look of a massive Star Wars battle, but there was never actually any massive battles. It was just sort of, like, small-scale stuff. Like, even on the bigger maps, it was still pretty small. I think it was only... Was it 24-player? Was it 16? I can't remember now. I think it was 16... I remember it wasn't really big, and like the size, like the physical size of the maps weren't very big. Like it was really restrictive, because if you went too far out, then it would it would yell at you. And it was about like twenty feet, so that was that was really underwhelming. Yeah. So has anyone else got any more news? No, that's all I got for this week. That's all you've got. Has anyone got anything else they'd like to bring up to the table? Uh, should we call it a podcast? I mean, yeah, it seems like a decent one. Yeah. Right then. So please visit our website. It's oneupgaming.co.uk. We have a Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have official merchandise, like T-shirts and mugs, at bluecyborg.com. Just search oneupgaming. We have a music CD available. It's on... Like a lot of the stores like Google Play and it's even on Spotify and all those sort of places. But it's called Games Inspired Music. If you buy it, we give 20% of each sale to the Child's Play charity. We also have our first 100 podcasts on a USB sort of like stick, but it's in the shape of a cassette with a... So it looks like a cassette tape. And that's an audiobook's on tape.com and we have an exclusive interview with the Sans Pants Radio team and one pound of that of each sale will go to Diabetes UK we are on YouTube and Facebook easiest place to find it is just go to the One Up Gaming website and click on the tabs at the top we're on Twitch which is twitch.tv slash OUG official if you want to tweet us it's at OUG official if you want to email us direct, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And of course, the podcast itself, easiest place to find it is just on iTunes. Just search One Up Gaming and you'll find our lovely voices. Yay! Cool, and where can people find you, Joey? Huh? Where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at kangaroo021. And I mean, I have Instagram, but it's not really. It's not really a professional thing, but best place to find me is Twitter. And I've got an email, which is juniorkangaroo36 at gmail. And those are the two main places. So, what about you, Chris? Sweet. Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube and Twitter at hashbrownaddict. <laughs> I want some hash browns right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I went up to work on Monday I was in early so I went to McDonald's and got like a, a breakfast with some hash browns and oh my god nom 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 and that's anyway. the end of our show 
What an episode 191. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.